whenever something happens in life, whenever you recognize something in life, there's two buckets. There's things you can control and there's things you cannot control. Right. If you would you spend your life focusing on things you cannot control, time is time is wasted. Time is the most valuable thing. You have a set amount of time. Yeah. Oh, wait. Shit. All right, sir. Mm. I went to a speakeasy last night. Do you know what a speakeasy is? Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to a speakeasy? No. It's uh so go yeah. Yeah, it's like a secret. You have to have like a the secret password to get into like this little bar, cute patio area, whatever it be. I've never been to a speakeasy. Um I never I never go to downtown Orlando anymore, but I went out because some mute your mic. There you go. <laughs> Why am I a number Malfunction. three? Malfunction. Because you're the third best man. Ah. You're the first sense. best man. Makes yeah. sense. So I was in downtown Orlando because um, my I have a couple buddies who do music and they were performing. Um, I got there and this girl, Gio, was like, hey, um, I know this speakeasy. We get there. I didn't know these things really existed. Like you have a password. They change it every day. You go in to the store, knock on the door. There was like this uh, steel window and they opened the steel windows like, what's the word? It was brandy. Um, so we say brandy. And then the person closes it. And then we were waiting there for like 10 seconds. And then they open this big door. Beautiful scene. We walk up these stairs, this hidden room, this hidden bar, and this hidden little patio area. It was just absolutely beautiful. I'm like, I want to have like a podcast set like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a big history guy, so I know what those were. But those were during Prohibition. Prohibition, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep, hide the liquor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they would like disguise like shoe repair shops and have like a little yeah. back door, right? Yeah. They're still doing it, but now it's just for marketing. You yeah, know? it's a popular thing, actually. Yeah, yeah. Prohibition that that was uh, that was odd. But you know, you know, podcast setups because you run a show yourself, the Swimming with the Rays, right? Yes. Yep. When did you start that? Why did you start that? So that was I started that in about a month ago. I think about a month. Oh, ago. so it's it's new. So it's relatively new. Awesome. You have a lot of episodes already. Yeah, I yeah. try and do one a week. Um, and so I'm like I'm uploading videos. It's it's like under a big thing. So it's swimming with the rays my YouTube. I have a podcast that comes out weekly with that, and then also like a series recap, which is like recapping a series, like a three game set with the okay. rays. Tampa Bay Rays is what's based off of. Yeah, I so I'm one of those guys. I loved playing baseball mm -hmm. when I was a kid, but I watched it f for a little bit when I was younger. But I just stopped watching it, and so now I don't know names. And yeah. you know, it's hard to get back into a sport. That's like me with basketball. I grew up oh, watching yeah. basketball. I was a big Magic fan. We had season tickets. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Year. We, we were the, probably the best. Went to the finals that year. Uh, and then I had to watch it since, so I don't know anybody. True. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a big NBA fan, but there was a span of two years where I stopped watching the NBA, and it was really hard to get back into it because I'm like, who are all these new yeah. guys? Yeah. When, when did he get on this team? Like, the Orlando Magic aren't even the same now. Like it's now it's like a flallow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Orlando Magic like made huge moves last year, trading away like all their best players. They're getting ready for a rebuild. Yeah. What's the state of Tampa Tampa Rays right now? So they're really good. They're okay. Probably the best we've ever been because we just secured our franchise victory, a hundred number one hundred. So we we passed the record, um, nice. which is ninety seven. Um, we went to the World Series last year. And so this year we we traded off a bunch of our starting pitchers, 
And they're all like, oh, why are you trading your starters? Like, that's what you need. But like the Rays are built different. They're built on on innings and not starting pitching. So a starter typically for like the Yankees or a regular team, regular team would go six, seven, eight innings, sometimes nine, a complete game. They're not seen as much, but sometimes they are. And so the Rays, if you can go five innings with the Rays, you're a starter. And so we just mm. look at it totally differently. We build our bullpen differently. Um, we acquire people that are cheap. We're, we're like 28th in payroll. We're super low in payroll. Smart. Like the Dodgers are like highest in payroll, like 225 yeah. million. And we're like 40. Are they kind of going uh, that season? Uh, the only reason I know this is actually because of the movie uh, Moneyball, the, mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. Oakland A's when they got all those super, you know, salary, cheap salary guys that just had the right statistics and they kind of went off that. Is that kind of what the Rays are replicating? Exactly. We just want the cheap guys. And I mean, like we had, we had one guy, I, I want to get him on my podcast. Actually, he follows my page. Cool. I have, I have like a family. with the Rays. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, so he follows me and I've talked to him a few times, but he was, so in 2020, he got, um, deactivated or they say designated for assignment dfa is what they call it in the big leagues and so no team picked him up so he kind of was off he was done so he went to arizona and sold solar panels <laughs> in 2020 during covid and then 2021 we signed him to a minor league deal and he made it up made his major league debut at 31 i want to say wow 31 that's the story and like a couple months ago he was selling solar panels that is Crazy. hilarious he's, he's great He's great. Yeah. I mean, he's awesome. That would be a great conversation to have, especially because it's so odd. He has that oddball yeah. career. Um, that's awesome that you have a niche too, because something I've realized with this podcast is at first I was worried because I'm like, oh, I don't have a specific niche. Like, what's my niche? Like, it's a guest-based podcast. Mm-hmm. So my niche is all over the place because everybody has brings their own individual niche to the table. But uh, you having that individual niche is going to allow you to get close to the rays and the staff and everything. Um, that guy would be insane selling solar panels and then oh, playing in the like, major leagues. What a story. Yeah. And he's never even been in the big leagues. He like never made his debut. Wow. So he was with us. It's crazy stories. So yeah. I hope to get him on soon. I always think of NBA doesn't have that many stories like that of older guys coming. There's very few. I don't think there's any I could name off, but baseball is a romantic sport. Yeah, I really do. And I don't watch much baseball, but I can admit that there's just something that feels so romantic about it. Basketball is more high pace and hype and like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Baseball, it's like all about the season's end, you know, and, yeah. and the love for it. It just ended yesterday too. So, really? Yeah, super excited. Gotcha. Yeah. So what what's the standings? Like, so how did they add up against all the other teams right now? The Rays won the division. Nice. Second year in a row. Last year, they had a 60-game season because of COVID. It was stopped. Yeah. So we started in June. Typically, you start in March. Uh, with spring training so we started spring training then stopped that's when like the nba quit and the nhl and all that so we started in june 60 game season we went 40 and 20 lost in the world series to the dodgers but then this year we were predicted to be so bad because we traded away two of our two of our veteran starters who had a Mm -hmm. big role in the playoffs yeah and so we got rid of them and like i said it's not starting it's innings for us it's just who can take up the most amount of innings okay and so um we're just built different, but we won the division, beat the Yankees, Red Sox, all the big name teams, big market teams. Yeah. Like and if you don't know baseball, you know the Yankees. You and know the, Red the Sox. Yankees. Yeah. Red Sox. Yeah. And so we beat them. We, we, uh, the, season, the season series against them was like way lopsided to us. And so 
yeah, I got playoff tickets. Nice, dude. Super excited. I'm surprised uh, Orlando Magic for the NBA hasn't been a uh, big destination for superstars because kind of like you said, how the Yankees and Red Sox, like the big cap teams, like uh, for the NBA, you know, the Lakers mm -hmm. and the Celtics and all those ones that have had huge names for so long. Uh, Orlando, I think Orlando Magic should be a big spot, but... It's, it's been great, really tough. Great state, great, you know, right next to Disney. Yeah. And like you said, we traded away a bunch of big guys, you know, um, Gordon, yeah. of, like all those yeah, big yeah. guys. Gordon, Vucevic, so, yeah. Yeah. Reba. Or Magic. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't been good for a while, but we'll see. Yeah, it'll happen. At least I, I like being a fan of a, even when my team's doing bad, you got to stick by them. Even if the whole roster changes, you got to still wear the same color because when they do win and when they are that team and when they beat the Yankee, the Red Sox, when they beat the Lakers and the Celtics, then you're a true fan. Super rewarding too. Yeah. Cause like I was, I think I really started heavily watching baseball in like 2016 and we were about average at the time okay. and we've made so many trades, so many big moves mm -hmm. and it's, it's just nice to see a team progress like this. Yeah. And Does, uh, so the Buccaneers yeah. winning the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Does that have any positive influence and positive effect, you think, on the Rays as an MLB team? Oh, sure. And the Lightning, too. They're back to oh, the Stanley Cup. He's a, you're a big fan of hockey, right? Yeah, but I'm a Pittsburgh fan, so, I mean. Pittsburgh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've never been a fan of Vasilevsky. Okay. Ooh, Vasilevsky. Mm -hmm. That's our good guy. Exactly. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. So we got, two, we got two Ryans on the podcast today. We got the classic Ryan Shaver, and we got the new Ryan Jensen. Uh, the the guest of the of today. Um, I want to go back to Moneyball real quick because, uh, what's that actor's name? Um, Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah Hill. He's a real funny guy. He's in a lot of funny movies. It was interesting to see him play such a serious role in such a true story, mm -hmm. close not not a documentary but true story based film. Watching Jonah Hill. Uh, be alongside Brad Pitt and play a, a serious role was like a really interesting uh, idea. Do you have any like big sports movies that kind of just itch that right spot? Like Blind Side. There's That's a couple. A good one. Yeah. I like the Blind Side. Blind Side's a good one. Movies, there hasn't been good comedy movies recently. I don't watch movies. Really? I really, really don't. I've been, I probably haven't been to a movie theater in like three years. Do you watch any shows, like new shows that come out or old shows? Oh, yeah, dude. I was up on The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, I haven't seen that one. That's that's really where I like the, the white caps. That was a meme for a while. Was it really? Yeah. What do they do or what's, the, what's it about? It's based on like, um, like a utopian society turned bad. So like all the women are like enslaved and the men are in control. It's like crazy. Wow. It's super. And you have to look. Yeah. But yeah. Does utopia exist? No. I just... Um, dystopia, definitely. Yeah. I think like people... What's in, the difference between a utopia and a dystopia? I think... For the most part. I think they're probably the same thing, but at different viewpoints. Okay. It's like a yeah. utopia. If you're at the top, you're saying, oh, this is a utopia. This is perfect. This is exactly what I want because I'm at the top. Right. But if you're like the little guy and you're seeing it from like the smallest perspective, mm -hmm. really a dystopia. Yeah. You know? I don't yeah. think a true true one exists for everyone to thrive. Right. Uh like with Utopia, I feel like there has to be there has to be incentive and there has to be lows. Like all of us have experienced lows in our life. It, it makes the highs that much better. You can't right. if we were at an 
like at a high all time and super happy all the time, it, it would be stagnant. We wouldn't be happy. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Unlimited food and water. Eventually you won't be grateful for food and water anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm how, how is your work schedule with recording your show, watching the games, knowing the statistics, editing, doing all that? Because as, as a host myself, like this is a lot of work, dude. Yeah. How do you handle the the work balance with that? It's tough. I can't lie. It is. I, I work seven days a week. Two, wow. Two jobs. Um, I, I love what I do. So it's, I don't really look at it as work. Like mm-hmm. I'm just super passionate about baseball and I'm super passionate about creating. That's why like before this podcast, I had other previous podcasts and uh, I did social media work for myself. So I've always been like a creator, if you will, yeah. in creating my own thing. And so I think it, it comes from like a place of like, I'm not afraid to fail in terms of social media, in terms of creating, because I've done it for a while. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like balance, it's literally just finding minutes and, and spare time to to post. And I could do better, 100% I could do better on, on Instagram and, and, and YouTube, but uh, I do what I can with the time I have and uh, try and make the best of it. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm actually, this is the... So this is the first episode where I'm posting two a week. So yeah. if everything goes correctly, this will be up actually Wednesday. Uh, we're recording this on Monday right now. And then I will be recording a, another podcast on Wednesday and posting that on Friday. So editing all the different camera angles and... I'm sure it's tough. I only have it's one, a pain. so I can imagine. <laughs> right, right. And so I'm about to kind of like outsource uh, my work, meaning... Like the editing part, which is more busy work, I'm gonna start w- working with a friend of mine and have him start editing it and stuff and uh, pay him. Um, maybe he becomes better than me at editing it, you know, kind of like oh, yeah. hold his hand, teach him how to walk with it, and then maybe he runs that I've never ran before. Um, I was kind of stressed. I'm like two episodes a week. This is gonna be hard. Do you know a YouTuber called Graham Stephan? Yeah, yeah, a lot of his videos. Yeah, he's a real smart, articulate kind of guy. Um, he really breaks down things down and makes it entertaining. It was kind of a coincidence where I was kind of overly stressed with everything that was going on and kind of maintaining my self care and like my fitness and well being and relationships and that. And I was like laying down. I had a second to rest for maybe 10, 15 minutes. I click on a Graham Stephan video that pops up, and instantly he's like do you feel uh, overworked and stressed and like you're balancing too many things? And I'm like, yes, oh my God, Graham, yeah, please help me. And then he was like, outsource the, the busy work things, outsource that, um, surround yourself with creative people, this and that and the third. Um, so it was just a weird coincidence. I just wanted to see where your head was at with doing all that with your show. Yeah, yeah. Some- it's not too much work. Cool. I'll be honest. I do like today I filmed a video be up tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm filming a video be up the next day. Cause with baseball, it's different because like, like I told you before we started recording the, the, uh, the thing is like, no one's going to watch a game highlight three days from the game. Right? Yeah. If you're going to watch it's the old next news. day, it's old news. Yeah. And with baseball, you know, they play games in a like, They'll play, you know, a three game series and then they'll go to another one, play three more. So they don't ever have days off really. They might mm-hmm. get two or three a month. And so you got to be on top of it like quick. Yeah. And I'm just lucky that I'm able to jump on it when it happens. Mm-hmm. It's tough finding time, but 
you make it work if you're yeah yeah i have a passion for it so yeah or for for this so it's uh it makes it easy oh every once in a while you know it catches up a little bit oh yeah yeah um yeah so with recording what do you use to edit and things like that like with your workflow uh, so do you I, use Final Cut or Adobe or what do you use to edit all that stuff? iMovie. iMovie? Comes on the Mac. Perfect. Crazy. I, don't, yeah. I don't need anything super crazy. I'm going to use my iPhone to film. Simple mic, some lights. Yeah, my buddy, we were actually, you and I were talking before the podcast. My buddy, Louis Cortese, he's been making so like vlogs now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a very nonchalant, relaxed kind of guy. So, and his video portrays that to where it's like his true day. It's his true, like funny conversations mm-hmm. It's true. Like his BMX shows and preaching the word, working with the church, traveling all over all his buddies. So he doesn't push like any weird things with his vlogs, but he records with his iPhone. He edits them on iMovie. He uses free music. The product is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I recorded a, a, this is like episode seven with Kenneth Rosa or episode eight. I was talking to him so many people want to create like social media things but they don't use their phone they don't use iMovie they they use that they use it as an excuse it's like everything is right in front of you it's, you quite literally run a baseball podcast with iMovie and a in a phone i'm recording with phones right now my iphone yeah my iphone and my mac but you exactly. don't need a mac I, I before i had a mac i edited on a basic windows mm-hmm. you know um but like in this this day and age we live in, it's so easy to create anything, anything, yeah. dude. I mean, you, you see like TikTok. Let's just use Jake Paul for example. He started vlogging. Mm-hmm. Look what he's doing today. There's so yeah. many, exa- not just Jake Paul, but there's so many examples of people. Charlie D'Amelio, for example, mm-hmm. they ju- they're just filming stuff on their phone and putting it out, and they're famous. It's like it's yeah. so easy. I'm not saying it's so easy, but I'm saying it's easier than it's ever been to create something around you. Truly, in this day and age, yeah. I mean, everybody, we all know our screen time. People listening to this right now, they know their screen time on their phone. Quite literally, almost half the day, you are looking at this rectangle in your pocket and you're consuming those creations, right? Content. So the people who do create that, there's plenty of eyes, there's plenty of viewers to watch. I think TikTok has... So Vine Vine introduced this, where this, this uh, internet influencer sort of thing. You, of course, YouTube was there before, but I think YouTube was used more in a lateral sense, meaning tutorials and all that. No, like vlogs were big. Yeah. There, there was like movies, like you know, uh, uh, low dra- or um, low budget movies. But Vine introduced these internet influencers that would make funny videos, create, and everybody had these cameras in their pocket. Now TikTok has even polished it even more, and we're further in the future. Where there's more effects, there's there's yeah. built-in sounds, there's built-in filters. You can do everything with that rectangle in your pocket that you're looking at nine hours a day. Yeah, it makes it so easy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, part of it, it's it's also a problem too, like phone addiction and yeah, getting addicted to these apps, not living in the moment. It's something that affects a lot of people negatively yeah. for sure. It does. It does. Uh, I've learned how to use my social media, but not abuse it. Um, so I follow all the right things now. Like I used to like follow just like kind of mind numbing things, like things that were informative and things that were just goofy and stuff. You've tailored the content to yes who you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what you have to do really. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. You have to. Instagram has a mute button. So, so you can mute an account if you don't want to see the post they have. Mm-hmm. Like say you still want to follow or, you know, 
it's a friend or whatever. Exactly. Know. And you can mute it and kind of curate what you see. Yeah. Um, and it's also your experience. Right. And with what we're doing, it's, it's, you gotta be on social media with, yeah. with hosting shows and stuff. You got to network, you got to talk to people. There's times where actually last night when I went out to that show to support uh, a couple friends, uh, they make music. They're called their groups called Exodus. They make some some great music. They are high energy. They perform. Um, after that, I went there. I met a bunch of people. I met a bunch of other artists um, this morning. So many messages were coming through my phone, like about last night and talking to people. And I was like, Oh my god, I cannot set my phone down. I'm trying to set my phone down, make my breakfast, say hi to my mom, like. Yeah call my dad. I don't know. Like this is too much. I, Hey, Hey, okay. Okay. This, that, this, that, uh, do you ever get warped into your phone? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. Um, especially during baseball season, like right now it's, um, I'll be like, I'll be watching a game, but like during the game, I'll be making content, making graphics. I'll be, if like, for example, if we hit a home run or a grand slam or something crazy happens, I'm grabbing that video off Twitter and I'm posting it on my Instagram. Right. So I'm like working during the game, which is like something I'm used to now. So it's cool. I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But like I have a, so what started the whole podcast thing was a fan page I started. There's like, you know, like, uh, you know, like NBA fan pages for teams and baseball, whatnot. Yes. So I started one for the Rays. Um, and I started like posting lineups and final scores and like graphics and stuff like that. And so that's what really took off and birthed the podcast because I've, I've had podcasts previous yeah and i'm like dude i could be doing more so why don't i start this and so I'm, i just really enjoy it but always making content yeah always making content always yeah and if the passion's there it, it just makes it that much easier Yo, definitely. it really does you have to have it or you just you lose it yeah you won't, you won't finish it mm -hmm. and like you said you've you've always had experience with uh, making that social media presence and like you said the whole podcast and show thing uh is nothing new to you um you used to be kind of more on the political side of things i noticed that you stopped doing that uh you said over quarantine it just kind of got stale yeah what made it what made it so stale it's so i think for me also i was burnt out i was doing two a week and i was so invested and involved like eventually with with how divisive our country is right now if you just only turn on the news and listen to that all the time which is what i was doing mm -hmm. you'll go crazy yeah whatever side wow. you're on yeah. you're gonna go crazy and so that's like literally what i did i started my podcast 2019 when i was away at college and when i wasn't in class i'd be watching the news mm -hmm. learning i was passionate about politics so it was something i enjoyed but like it's oh a big God. deal i mean politics is a big deal big deal i mean the government i mean we exist here it's a big deal big deal yeah and it's easy to get warped in yeah oh yeah and then especially when i thought i enjoy it which i did enjoy it but now everything's just so crazy i just you know and then with quarantine when that happened yeah there was nothing really happening it was like hey let's stay home let's slow the spread you know whatever and just there's nothing controversial to talk about so you just kind of stop talking about stuff yeah and that's just where it it really it really is and i understand kind of why you moved on because it is quite polarizing now it used um, to be i feel like there it's it's used to be a conversation and now it's a little bit too aggressive for my liking and i think a lot of people see the news pits out what they want to pit out they want to paint they want to make somebody else look bad they want to change the blame 
that's not real politics, is it? Like, if you think if we all actually talked and got down to things and we started helping each other, these news sites wouldn't be helpful at all. No, it's... They hurt. It hurts. Oh, yeah. The, the news tailors the content to the viewer. And so they, they want negativity so so they can further divide. Yeah. It, it sells... Like, I would I was going to say it sells papers, but <laughs> newspapers are kind of irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It gets clicks. You know, clickbait's a huge thing. Gets clicks, gets viewers, gets likes, subscribers, all the above. It's a, it's all a game to them. And they don't care who they hurt or who they offend or what kind of division they cause. You know, it's kind of like with COVID, we're in a global pandemic, right? Yeah. But it's so political. It's like, why, why? is a pandemic political? Why is a vaccine political? Right, yeah. Shouldn't be. Yeah, it's just why aren't we helping? Like, why aren't we just helping each other? It, it's the way it should be. But you think a lot of it's party politics now? Like, I think somebody chooses a side. Oh, yeah. And then whatever belief that side agrees on, whatever belief that side has, like, convince you to understand and see it that way it's just a it's two colors just battling yeah like nobody has their own ideas anymore it's a lot of party politics um i i I always liked your stuff though i really did you always uh you did a lot of interviews which i appreciated um is there any like big interview that uh kind of stood out yeah anybody you talked to i'm a big fan well uh tommy laren big fan of her yeah she's a political commentator and so yeah she was engaged to a guy that was running for the house of representatives out in california and i actually got him on my podcast which is super cool because i love mm-hmm. tommy learn i got to meet her at a book signing cool and um got to interview him and i thought that was so cool and he like nobody i interviewed i think won because they were all like super outspoken and they had no support i was happy yeah. to interview him give him the time but mm-hmm. uh it was super fun. I interviewed like probably a dozen candidates. Yeah. Um, super cool. Just like hearing what they had to say and what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And that and that's uh, how you're saying a lot of the people you interviewed who were outspoken didn't land up or end up landing the seats. Is probably because, because they were outspoken. Right. And <laughs> and if you don't uh, if you don't follow the herd, yep. you you get kicked out soon. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's why I think. Do you know uh, what's her name? Uh, Oh my gosh. Uh Tulsi Gabbard? Yep. Yeah, active military, mm-hmm. uh super badass woman, like yeah, looks great, a- healthy. She, I think she would have been great for the Democratic Party. She was she was kicked out cuz she went against the party. Hillary, yeah, I she remember. Went against the party. Yeah, she went against Yeah, you can't go against the party. That's the party politics. It's uh, too bad. It really is. It doesn't let it doesn't let individuals shine through. And I think that's like not just politics, like everywhere. Like if you don't follow the crowd, you get outcasted, you know? Yeah. I think that's with everything, but mainly mm-hmm. politics is in the spotlight. So of course that gets shown. Yeah. You know? Have you been happier since you stopped doing politics? Oh yeah. For the most part. Oh yeah. I've quit watching the news totally. Yeah. Like, uh, you, do you watch local news? Sometimes if it's on Sometimes. TV. Right. I mean, like I'll get my news from either Instagram if it pops up or like, you know, Snapchat has that dumb thing on the side that i don't even look at oh yeah crap all the super clickbait things yeah the title like it's somebody getting punched and they're like whoa what happened to this guy it's like oh click on that no i guess so snapchat or my parents are saying something about it Uh or instagram and then i don't watch the news because it's just i just get fed up yeah it, it, it hurts my mental health because actually 
uh, I was at Mr. Shaver, Mr. Ryan Shaver's house the other day. And you know how, you know, Steven Crowder, Louder with Crowder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just a real funny guy. His whole crew is he's, hilarious. Yeah. His show is so funny. Um, and it's informative as well. Um, but we were watching Australia during the pandemic and how strict they are over there with like lockdown and masks and everything. And whether, whether what you believe or not, we were watching like, you know, women get choke slammed by cops and stuff because they weren't wearing masks and, and this and that. And it just hurt my mental health. Like whether what side you're on, it, you just see that and it makes you like yeah. go, oh my gosh, this Like why hurts. is this happening? Yeah. It's like we're all like, <sighs> Joe Joe Rogan brings this up. And I listen to Joe Rogan whenever he has a high priority guest on that I Me too. enjoy. I only listen to him when he's like, I remember the last one I watched was Kanye. Kanye. Oh yeah, Kanye was big, on there. Big Kanye. Well, real quick, what were your views on that on that podcast? Um, I liked it. So I I liked when Kanye came out with his Jesus is King album. Yeah, I love that album. And then he just came out with Donda. It's uh, so, so 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 a couple songs I like, but uh, yeah. But no, I liked it. I like I like Kanye's um, like what he stands for and what he like sees the future of our country as like something mm-hmm. free thinking. Um. I just like his vibe and how he does he's, stuff. He's unapolo- un- unapologetically him. Like he's, yeah. he's his true self. He's not filtering, like uh, especially politics nowadays, you see people backtrack and they have teams of people telling them what to say, when to say it. It's like, when are we going to kind of let go of this correctness and this like play into the mm-hmm. script sort of thing and kind of be like, hey, this is the common good. Th- these are my morals. Like, I'm like not perfect. Being a free-thinking individual. Right. What is so bad about that? Yeah. yeah. I'm not perfect, but pick your poison. None of us are perfect. Right. Uh, but to go back to Joe Rogan, he always talks about how everybody used to be uh, a baby once with no experience. And so when I see, like, that mean... or So I serve at an Italian grill. So, like, when a guy is, like, you know, just not a good customer, he's just kind of, like, rude and, like, you know, just not a good guy, mm-hmm. I'm like... He was a baby once. He's probably experiencing something out of this. Like, I'm going to be an empath and decide to, like, understand rather than being right. like, what's this guy's problem? It's like, you run into a, a couple of those. Yeah. And in, in your job, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's surprising. Uh, anybody who works in hospitality, uh, you worked at, in hospitality at Publix for a little Re- bit, right? Retail, yeah. Retail and all that. that. I still do that. So, isn't it crazy where sometimes you're like, is this person really a person? Like, are they allowed to like drive and like talk to people and real? have kids? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, pull out the battery pack. No, and COVID made it worse. Yeah, especially working during COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took I took a month off when it started because uh, of my family's got some uh, they're high risk, so it was like I'm gonna take that off, and then it, it never stopped. Clearly, we're still in it, mm-hmm. so. Uh, um, but yeah, COVID made it so much worse. I went back and everyone's just like, and what's, what sucks is the mask. Like it, you can't see anybody smile. You like can't get emotion off of anybody. It's, it's very disconnected. And whatever your stance on masks is, it's just super grim. I think everyone can agree. Yeah. If you can't, yeah, there's a lot of times where I think I might even, it's somebody I know and I can't tell. Yeah. Like I can't tell if it's somebody I know cause the mask is covering most of their face. And that's very, that's a very disconnecting when you're walking through a group of strangers and you literally don't see anybody's face. You can't even recognize people, you know, Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's a weird time. Yeah. I kind of like wearing masks though. Meaning like they're stylish, bro. 
I kind of like walking yeah. around with a mask on. A nice mask. Yeah, it's cool. It um, I I've changed my opinion on it a few times. Yeah, where I hate it. Mm -hmm. Let me wear it. I hate it. I'll wear it. You know? I remember the first time I walked into my bank, um, when I had that mask on, I was like, this is weird. I'm like walking into a bank, a with, bank a with a mask on. on. Yeah, yeah, during when quarantine kind of first started, I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, And nobody you probably questioned you, right? Right. Of course not. Yeah. So normal. Yeah. They were all wearing masks too, you know? So, um, crazy time. Man. Yeah. Nobody could have predicted that wearing masks at all. in a bank and that's allowed yeah that's what you're supposed what to do could be going on <laughs> how was uh your quarantine experience though ryan i was just about to ask that you crazy how did you know that because i, I can was read just, your mind can you really yeah yeah that's pretty cool it, there's actually a screen above your head oh yeah mm. <laughs> um it was good i did a lot of i live on a golf course so i did a lot of golfing um a lot of fishing a lot of just uh read the bible a lot so I, I it was cool. Good. Yeah, it was really good. It's nice when things when the world pauses. I kind of made a mistake. I kind of fumbled at first when quarantine first started because a lot of people took advantage of this time because the world paused. Everything paused. This was a lot of people's time to do those things, catch up on these things, be still, be in the moment, kind of understand, figure things out. Mm -hmm. I kind of played with it. I bought an Xbox. I didn't have an Xbox for a little while. And I was playing video games over quarantine you with the and boys. You everybody else probably. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I'm like, whoa, it's been a month and a half. Everywhere's closed. I can't, probably gained like five pounds. I was like, I'm going to become like horrible. I'm not going to be a good guy after this. Mm -hmm. So I started working out, started running, playing basketball. The world slowly opened. Started doing the things like reading, all that. Good stuff. Um, good stuff. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, is there anything in a, any big takeaway you've taken from quarantine just overall a big like life um, lesson you've learned i think with not with quarantine because like i only took a month off during that one time when we thought it was going to slow down and it never did mm -hmm. here we are but during covid the whole thing it's like i like especially with the delta variant people our age are dying like, yeah it's real mm -hmm. you know people a few years older than us are dying in their 20s and what made me it made me realize like dude no one no one's here like eventually everyone dies yeah everyone goes you know mm -hmm. and so it's like who's next kind of deal and i don't want to say it like that but it's like don't take your time on earth for granted right because like you never know when it's gonna end you just you never know bro and that's why mm -hmm. you gotta be you gotta be right with the lord um and, and you gotta have gratitude be grateful bro, yeah for which because like there's people i tell myself this all the time it's like, bro, there's people in Africa walking eight miles for what you gave me when I walked in your home today. Yeah, the water, true. Eight miles for mm -hmm. this. And it's dirty. And too. it's not this it's clear not yummy, either. yeah. I mean, it's not I, cold, like, it's warm. When you yeah. when you put it into perspective like that, it's like, wow. Well, I'm in right. a nice podcast studio and there's people sleeping in a tent yeah. on mud. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. Yeah. And for people, people that are ungrateful, I feel like they just need like an eye opener. Because mm -hmm. it, it's actually more rewarding to live life on the grateful side of things. So it's like, wow, I have a car to drive. I have a house to stay and I have food, water. To, like, there's people that don't have that. Not at all. You know, and it's mm. it's crazy to think about. On the podcast before, I remember saying, like, dude, I can record my voice. I'm allowed, because I was talking about North Korea, I think, with Tyler, uh, Sailor Tyler Marquette. He's in the Navy. Um I'm allowed to speak into a mic post this. 
Uh, I'm sitting in air conditioning right now. There are lights everywhere. I am not in fear of my life whatsoever. I have a car where I can drive across the country and come back and still have enough money to, to pay my bills, pay my rent, anything. Um, I, ha I have so much gratitude for the state of where I'm at right now. Uh, and it's hard to think and realize that there's so many people that have almost no opportunity to achieve these things that I consider minor inconveniences. Yeah. Like, dude, like my iPhone charger came out of the plug. This is the worst day ever. I got, I'm just laid down. You know, I, I, I don't think like that. I'm a very happy go lucky guy. Yeah. Um, but there are people like at work, man, there's people, oh God, I can't wait to get out of this hell hole. It's like, bro, you have a job, dude. Someday you got hired and you make money, right? You pay taxes and those taxes pay for the roads you drove on to get here. Like, Shit's kind of working out a little bit. Like, yeah. we got we to gotta be honest. Not everything's squeaky clean and perfect, but... Oh, sure. God, we did some amazing things. Yeah. Whoa, like... I mean, you know, my job, it gets annoying and boring, but I'm like, yo, like, I'm a, I have legs to walk. Like, some people don't yeah. have that. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, thank you, Lord, my legs work. You really got to put, put it in perspective. Um, you do. And you also, I think you have to have humility. So your shortcomings, those are things I think... Whenever something happens in life, whenever you recognize something in life, there's two buckets. There's things you can control and there's things you cannot control. Right. If you would you spend your life focusing on things you cannot control, time is time is wasted. Time is the most valuable thing. You have a set amount of time. Yeah. Um and that's never going to change. None of us know how much time none of us know the actual value of our time. Like Bitcoin it has a set value. It's growing because they're mining more and more. And that's the same as our time here. Like our time, you're never going to get that 10, this 10 minutes that, or this hour that we spent recording right now. We're never going to get this back. In fact, that's one less hour we have here. Mm -hmm. But hell, I'm like happy we're spending it right now. Isn't that cool though? It's yeah. recorded. It's here forever. True. Cool. It's, it's what's cool about the podcast is I realized like, I might be a 60 year old man one day and like be able to listen to my conversation with Ryan Jensen. When you like, were 21. Yeah, dude, 21. Yeah. 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 Like, dude, I've actually already been going back to my old episodes and I'll listen to like five to 10 minutes of it. And I'm like, oh yeah, we talked about that. That's a cool guy. Funny conversation. This podcast has really let me uh, have a lot of like fun, interesting people on. I That's bet. why I reached out to you. We've been trying to collaborate for some time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember I clicked on to message you and I scrolled up and I'm like, oh yeah, there's like four times that we were like, hey, let's get together and do something and collab. And now we've finally done it. It's cool because I feel like I was thinking about this before I came here. I was like, me and Brent, we're kind of like, I want to say like on the same wavelength, like we're both creators. We both are in mm -hmm. our own space. Yep. It's, it's cool. It's cool mm -hmm. to like have somebody that's like. Understands like. Yeah. Wants to do the same thing you from. are, but like in a different way. Yeah. You know, with creating. And that's the beauty of creating on these small little rectangles is be meaning our, our phones for our the eyes. listeners. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the beauty of it is there's so many different angles. There's so many different things you can do. And that's why we all get warped into our phones and just keep scrolling is because possibilities are endless. Like you have the world in your bedroom all on a screen. Truly. Yeah, I, I'm sure, or I watched this video. God, I keep bringing up Joe Rogan. I need to stop this. But there was a Joe Rogan podcast I listened to recently. And there was this guy, uh, he, play, he played it on his screen 
I don't know the name of him or the, it was an old recording from like the seventies when home computers first started, mm-hmm. like people started having Macs in their homes. He's like, yeah. are you serious? Like you sent mail through this thing. He's like, this will never work. This is stupid. If you spend that amount of money, like, and now quite literally like home computers are iPhones or home computers. Come on now. Like, let's not lie. Like that, that's a computer. That That's more powerful than most. Right now, like him hating on this in the seventies, like now all of us have home computers in our pockets and we don't go anywhere without it. And if we don't have it, it's dude, where's my phone? Oh my Bro, God. where's my phone? Is it on the couch? I don't know where it's at. I need it. Where, how do I get home? How do I play music? How do I how do make I a phone call? Function. You can't function without it. Yeah. To think that sometimes I think about my parents when they were younger and how they didn't have phones like, like that carried on them. What did they do? It's like, how did you meet up with somebody? How did you ever hang out with somebody? <laughs> Could you like, I don't know how it worked. I you just got to count on them. Hey, show up. Uh, hey, let, we'll hang out uh, 9 a.m. next Thursday. Okay, let's meet at Waterfront. Sounds good. Sounds good? Yeah. Okay, now I have to go there blindly. I can't text and be like, hey, we still on? We Like if when we set up this podcast, I would have like met you in person. Like, hey, let's record the podcast on Monday at 3. Then no speaking and I'm just sitting here waiting for you to enter the door. That's so, weird. Our parents did that. And hopefully I wrote the address down. Right. right. If I didn't know where you live. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, where do you where do you stay at in the general vicinity? Green Valley. Green Valley? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Is that it has a, the golf course yeah. too and everything? It's, do you golf? Yeah, I picked it up. Cool. Picked it up actually. Uh, it's a good pastime. During qu- quarantine, like I said, we had uh, Dick's had a special. Dick's sporting guns had a special on a on a golf set. So my dad's always golfed. My my granddad's always golfed, and we're like, oh, we might as well, because like I never want to live on a golf course. You know, it's yeah, old people and they're just all, a little cheesy, a little yeah. Yeah, they're all in their golf carts and like, you know. Before we lived there, we lived on a farm, so we had like acreage and we were in the woods and I hunted all the time, fish like that's my deal. And so then we moved to a golf course when I was away at college, and I'm like, yo, what, what do I do here? <laughs> yeah, I was so lost, and then uh, picked up golf. Still, cool. still kind of lost, but I play golf, so yeah. it's a little something to do. Yeah, I like uh, community, but I don't like too much community. Meaning, exactly. like a, a neighborhoods like that usually are kind of closer knit, and uh, they are. Yeah, like you know your neighbors, and they're right, they're which not, is nice. Everyone's nice. Like I can't say I've, I have rude people in my neighborhood. They're they're all they're all really nice. Yeah, but sometimes you want to go grab your mail in your underwear. Yeah, you know, you're just in your underwear and you want to go grab your mail, uh, and you're just a little bit too close in in your houses, you know. Uh, yeah. living on acreage has always been a dream of mine. I don't want to live too far out from people because then things get a little creepy. Like, you know, you can have your guns and stuff, but it's like home invasion. Like there's no one near, there's no one to yeah. witness. Like it's, um, we were pretty far away. We were probably 30 minutes, uh, probably 20 minutes from town, mm-hmm. but it was so nice. Like, dude, when I tell you, like, this is the time of year that I love the woods and the outdoors because it's getting cool. Yeah. The leaves are falling. The colors are changing. Not so much here, but like um, there's like All a right. crispness in the air. And I grew up hunting. So like that's just what I do. And so yeah. I love doing it. And we were able to do that on the acreage that we had. Cool. And, what do you uh, hunt when so you hunted? What, do you, what have you uh, got? First thing I ever killed was a dove. I know it sounds mm. pretty painful for, for people that don't hunt. But dove, they're everywhere. Super easy. Um, and I, I shot that first dove and I was like instantly hooked, right? Instantly hooked. Mm-hmm. Like I got to do this forever. Um, so I, I love dove and a big deer hunter too. Big deer hunter. I got my first buck when I was 20. I heard it's pretty, uh, 
what's the word for it? Um, it connects you. Like when you kill a deer, it almost connects you to like life and understanding like why we eat, why we survive, kind of like grassroots sort of thing. Did you have that feeling? Oh yeah, 100%. Like gotcha. when I, uh, it was on my 20th birthday actually when I shot my first buck. Wow. I've been trying seasons previous and this just like, it's so worked out perfect. A couple does came in and this was during the rut. And for what some of those don't know what the rut is, that's when the bucks will chase the does because they're, they're getting ready to mate. It's mating season. Yeah. And so two does came in, ran across the field, and all of a sudden the buck just comes in. The does kept going. The buck stops right in front of me. It's perfect. And I just took the shot and you just walk out of the blind. And you're just like, thank you, Lord. Like it's such a, yeah. like it's a spiritual thing for me to Good. be out in the woods and it just be like, be able to provide for my family and right. for me. Did you prepare the meat yourself or did you have somebody else prepare it? Yeah. So I killed a doe few years prior 2018 i think the buck was 2020 so we took the doe i skinned it on myself learned how to do that um and then took it out to be processed at a processing plant and they kind of just butchered it up it did terrible and mm, um that sucks sucks yeah what a waste because like a meat. doe is better meat quality than typically a male because they have so much testosterone running through them especially the time of year you kill them are they very gam or uh, is gamey. gammy the right word? Gamey, yeah. Gamey. Um, not really. Okay. I, I truly like like venison. Um, but the second time when I got my buck, I harvested it myself, skinned it, quartered it, took the took the meat off the bone, mm -hmm. which is kind of what I sent out for last time, because I wasn't up on it. And then I watched a lot of videos my second time to be able to do it myself, yeah. and it's so much more rewarding to do it myself because like. So my granddad's been a huge influence in hunting. Like he, he was there when I shot my first dove. He was there when I shot my first deer. So like me and him doing that, like I'll remember that forever, you know, and I'll yeah. be able to pass that on to my grandkids kids and sons. grandkids and yeah. super, super cool. I always like to think that like, uh, whatever, like a pandemic or apocalypse or any sort, I'll be like good to survive. But then I think like I'm the type of guy where I'll hold a fish, but I don't enjoy holding a fish. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, and I'm like, bro, come on, toughen up, dude. Like your ancestors had to eat these, like pick these out of the ocean and, you know, peel the scales out and eat it raw. I'm like, Brant, toughen up, bro. And I, and I like to be like, dude, if a zombie apocalypse happened, bro, like I would be good, you know? Yeah. But I'm I, like, I can't even hold a fish. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I can't hold a fish, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't yeah. enjoy it. Uh, that's the one thing I enjoy the most is actually probably, uh, catching fish and eating them myself. Yeah. I love that. Cool. It's just like, it's like, I know where I caught it. I know how I caught it. I know I cleaned it, processed it, did my own recipe with it. Yeah. Just like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm different. Do you, uh, do you fish a lot in, uh, the channel lakes here? Yeah. So I grew up doing that. My grandparents had a house on the lake when I was little and we had a boat. And so we did more like boating trips, less fishing. Um, but just the past few years, I've really gotten addicted to fishing. And I don't fish as much now just because of the time. I work a lot. So. Yeah. But it's super fun. We'll take trips to the Gulf and, you know, catch trout right. and, and whatnot and um, catfish. The and time in between fish. catches, what are you doing? Because I feel like fish is fishing. Fishing's the pastime. Fishing's the hobby. And catching the fish is a highlight. But there isn't there quite a time in between where you just sit back, relax. Is that is that a big reason why you enjoy fishing? Yeah. It's the calmness and being on the water and kind of the silence, allowing yourself to think. Yeah, I enjoy being on the water a lot. 
um, just the calmness, like you just like uh, sit there and relax, just right. enjoy. But when and I'm you know fishing, you're getting food too at the end of yeah, it. Yeah. It's cool. But when I'm fishing, I'm not like relaxing. I'm more like You're pretty serious. Right, I'm pretty serious about fishing. Especially like bass fishing. Like I'm I'm in yeah. I'm into it. It's more it's more of like thinking through it because there's like different techniques and lures and whatnot. So you're mm. more when I'm catfishing, like you just wait for the bottom. You got some big catches before? Um, my biggest that I've my biggest I probably caught a bigger one when I was little. We had huge catfish back then when, when I was little, but my biggest catch of recent probably eight pound catfish, which I know they get huge. Damn. Especially in the rivers. Fish. But eight pounds was pretty good and yeah. it ate really well. Damn, good. that's a lot of that's how much of that eight pounds is edible? So it's the two fillets. So like from the gills to the tail on okay. both sides. That's crazy. Do people ever, you know, I'm not informed on the stuff. Like, do you eat its like head and stuff? Like, no, is that prepared or is I'm that not that? Mm -mm. Do people do that? Oh, sure. Does it taste? Do you think it tastes good? What know. is that all about? I watch a lot of outdoor YouTube, so I'm up on like the like what you're not up on. I'm up on it. So it's but but um, I've never eaten a catfish head. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do it. Yeah, they'll like they'll like fry the fish up whole or like put it on the grill or ca mm -hmm. campfire or whatever. I don't know. I don't think I do that though. Yeah, this is not me. You know, You're right? Yeah, <laughs> I'll eat what I know I can eat, and then probably not gonna eat that. You know, gotcha. I'm not super into seafood, but I try everything. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm that guy where you know if it's something I haven't had, I'll eat it, and especially if it's uh, like I, I'm not a big fan of salmon, but if it's prepared well, I'll eat it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My favorite's brown sugar salmon. Oh, that sounds really good. Publix brown it. sugar salmon. Publix has it. You got to okay. check it out. It's really good, actually. Yeah. Is so, it one of those pre-marinated sort of things? Yeah, they, yeah seasoned? you just pick it up in the seafood. But um, but regular salmon, I'm not really a fan of. But the brown sugar gotcha. salmon, I'll go for. Yeah. So, you might try it. Yeah, dude. Uh, do you Have you eaten at Carabas where I work, Italian Grill? Yes, that's where you work? Yeah. Not recently. We used to go there a lot when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, like when I was way yeah. younger, but not recently. You eating out a lot at all or no, not really? No, I'm like a big money saver. Oh, big okay. So I don't really eat unless I have gift cards, <laughs> which probably sounds dumb. Like I make more than enough money to go out to eat, but I just yeah. don't. Yeah, you remember Kyle Baker. I remember uh, in high school and a little bit after high school, Kyle coupons gift cards yeah that's the nickel one. and dime you know get the cheapest thing on the menu uh i'm like me i've always been a happiness over budget kind of guy so i'm smart with my money uh i keep my monthly bills at a bare minimum i cut any ties that i don't have to have right right but if i'm out at, at an amusement park or something and the churro six bucks but like i really want to enjoy a churro with my girlfriend I'll buy two churros, dude. Like, I'm here to be happy, bro. I'm not, yeah. like, time is the most valuable thing. Like, right. I'm like, ugh, am I not going to enjoy this churro with my girlfriend? So, I have a funny story. So, I yeah. just went to the Rays game a few, uh, not too long ago, maybe two weeks ago. Okay. And they were doing $10 tickets. So, I'm like, yo, I'm going because <laughs> I'm saving money. Um, but I get to the game and I'm like, yo, because I'm starting to, like, collect baseball memorabilia and autographs and stuff that's something like you know if you watch my podcast it's like the background of my podcast mm, cool um and so i'm at this the shop and i'm just like oh my gosh stuff's so expensive like do you know how much like a, a broken bat would go for at a, at a stadium no how much like 200 to 500 bucks 
Damn. Broken bat. So they do this thing with um, the Rays, do a thing with their charity where you like they put a game-used ball in a, in a brown paper bag and they staple it shut and they have a whole bunch of them. And it's 20 bucks, but you can get your pick. And so like you could pull out like an autographed ball or just a regular ball. I spent 20 bucks and got a regular ball, just some dirt on it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I was trying to get something cool and I just get this dirty baseball. <laughs> and yeah. it was used in the game, which is cool. I looked it up. Um, super neat, but but that's a thing. I, I, I had the same predicament. I was at the game and I'm like, dude, I don't want to spend money. Like a water is five bucks. That's crazy. Like Disney, Disney, you have to pay so much to get into Disney. And then they're selling, like, do you like Dasani? I don't want to be offensive. Nope. Dasani is horrible. Dasani water, and it's proven. They, I've watched like a YouTube video where they test the uh, base and the uh, acidity of different water bottles. Mm -hmm. Dasani was so acidic, bro. Its pH level was... I think they put salt water in it. Gross. To make you want to drink more. Crazy. Crazy. But they're selling $5 Dasani bottled and you spent dude in the beers 300 were bucks just to get inside there the beers were five dollars too yeah special i'm like mm -hmm. why is water and beer the same so i just i broke down and bought a pizza for 11 bucks i was like ryan you could have <laughs> bought a hot dog for six <laughs> but it, it is nickel and dime nickel and dime spent way too much money but i had a good time that's all that matters really yeah yeah and something i'm not so i'm not afraid of spending money when it comes to like minor conveniences like uh the churros with my girlfriend or like getting extra tickets or, you know, any idea you have. Um, I also translate that to investing in myself. So money spent on this to me, isn't money wasted, whether the return is big, whether return is medium, whether the return is none, I still invested into myself and yeah. I invested into my portfolio in my own like head in your own world. Exactly. Cause this is like, you know, your hobby this is what you enjoy right yeah, yeah. You do for sure so it's yeah yeah me and you haven't talked in a while before this um what was your idea kind of like when i first messaged you and you first like checked out the podcast what were like your first impressions on kind of what i was doing so and what was going on because so i was thinking i'm like yo like i remember i don't know if you started them brant lincoln blogs yeah i was doing vlogs for a long time that? dude that was uh senior year and then probably a year after senior year. Because I watched them. Yeah, hey, I appreciate I it. I remember you always supported me, bro. You'd yeah. always leave a comment or drop a like. I remember yeah. I'm like, yo, I remember watching his vlogs. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Yeah, no. So I, I did watch an episode of the podcast before you reached out because I always see it whatnot um, cool. on my feed. And I'm like, I got to watch this one because I knew the person that you had on. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I walked into this room and I'm just like, dude, this is crazy. Like, I just have a shelf with like, baseballs on it oh yeah yeah it's it's, it's a great studio bro i, really I appreciate it. it bro i wanted to to me i material around me i'm not a big material guy mm -hmm. i kind of am everybody you know everybody has their little materials kind of like the baseball that you yeah. and the signed baseball that's materialism right uh materials are nice but i like nice venues i like nice coffee shops mm -hmm. i like cool studios i like home decor this like screen, i like art all that bro. exactly so this changes me like my energy my aura whenever i'm in like a nice place like this so i was like i'm gonna just i'm gonna invest some money 
I'm going to make it look nice. I'm going to make it look good for them. I'm going to make it look good for us. Like, yeah, I'm sure like if you and I were just talking in like my bedroom right now next to my mattress, the conversation would be a little bit duller. Right. We wouldn't explore as many ideas. Yeah. yeah. No, this, this fits your podcast. Like the Thank baseballs you, and the, the stuff fits my podcast. This right. It's your podcast. For sure. These, uh, so the cameras, of course, I think represent it well. They're just kind of like a Polaroid and a retro camera over there. Yeah, yeah. But retro, that's just a, bro. yeah. <laughs> and that's just like a green plant. But that thing, I have no idea what that is, what it means or really when we got it, how we got it. It looks like an air plant. Yeah, it looks Airplane like holder. there's a portal and a plant is like growing. Life is coming through the portal. It's all in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, uh, uh, all it's in just the a eye. circle. <laughs> it's no, I like art too. Yeah. I always said when I get a house, I'm definitely putting art in it. Yes. It's, like, it's so, it's like changes your mood. Mm-hmm. Like it, it opens a room and then like, just like with your, your simple plant, it makes it feel so like inviting and yeah, it's cool. It's cool. What stuff in a room can make it feel like, right? you know, mine feels like a man cave because I have ba- autographed baseballs and whatnot. Yeah. Signs. Yeah. Yeah. And so this, this feels like just like a calm, like you said, coffee shop. This is what that right. vibes. Of cool, that. man. Yeah. I'm a big coffee drinker. Uh, NFTs, because you were talking about how, what time are we at real quick? We're at one hour. Okay, awesome. We have plenty of time. Um, So NFTs, how you said you want to have art in your house. Mm -hmm. Do you ever want to own digital art, digital um, memorabilia? Is that a word? Memorabilia? Memorabilia. Yeah, that's a word, right? Okay. That is a word. (laughs) I have a good vocabulary, but like with this podcast, I've been kind of reaching for words that I've never really used that much. Um, NFT. So I saw when they came out, I'm a, I'm a Gary V guy. So I, I follow him and saw all that. I still, I kind of understand it. I still really don't get it. I, I see the value in them because they're one of a kind. Like I saw like a LeBron James, like rookie card or whatever like one of a kind video of him dunking sold for like an insane amount of money like digital art sold for like millions it's kind of ridiculous yeah um i don't understand it well enough yeah to invest in it or to me neither purchase it like i i have investments that i understand Mm -hmm. i I think it would it would hurt you to invest in something you don't understand right you know uh Every, all my viewers and listeners uh, take this with a grain of salt because I'm not super educated into NFTs, but the basic breakdown that I understand from it and that I would like to feed to everyone uh, sitting at home and you. Um, so you can own a copy of Mona Lisa, right? Mm-hmm. You can frame sure, a copy sure. of Mona Lisa. You can screenshot something. You can screenshot a picture that somebody else owns per se, right? Mm-hmm. Um but you don't have the real thing. Like you don't have the real Mona Lisa. The museum, wherever the Mona Lisa is at, that person or that uh, company has the Mona Lisa. Um, so with NFTs, they're really just basing it off like the LeBron rookie card. I could have a screenshot of a LeBron rookie card, right? But it's not mine. I don't own it mm-hmm. per se. So that's kind of how I think about it. I don't get it yet, but our kids might get it. Our kids might be so digitally inclined and and warped into this world of technology that, hey, grandpa, you just don't get it. 
Yeah, like our grandpas just didn't get things, you know, it's just like grandpa, like this is the new thing. Everybody loves it. I love it. This is how you send a text message. Right, oh. right. I don't get it. Why would you do that? It makes everything more difficult. It's like, yeah, I guess you're right, grandpa, but this is just how we think now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Um, It's still so new. Um, I, it, I, I don't know why I take this back to TikTok. Like everyone's like, oh, it's new. It's going to go away. Here we still are. Here. It's still, it's a big, very big yeah. platform, but. And those people who were saying that in the beginning now, probably I was, I, my first podcast ever that is on private, I talked about how I thought TikTok was horrible. I don't think TikTok's ever going to go anywhere. I think it's a, you know, quick little up, up and coming thing and that's going to die. It's not going to be a good social media. Now I have TikTok. Now I make TikToks. Now I'm in the, I scroll through TikTok. Yeah. Just funny how that works. Yeah. I, yeah. I had the same views. And then, cause I was doing politics, I had a TikTok. I was like, oh man, when I was doing politics, I was like content crazy. I was posting all the time on, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever. But TikTok was like my most biggest platform. Um, I got over like a million likes at like 50, wow. 55,000 followers on TikTok. Wow. I deactivated it. Wow. <laughs> Did that hurt? Deactivated means you can get back into it if no, you really need. I did, I ended it. Did you think about rebranding or did you think the followers wouldn't have enjoyed that? No, because my content was so political, I didn't want them to follow switch it up. like to switch it up, yeah, okay. Cuz my video like you either agreed with me or you very much disagreed with me. And but you still watched, right? Yeah. The disagree, so, yeah. Yeah, so it was um which I didn't care about that. But I think I had, dude, I was posting like three TikToks a day at my, my top. Wow. Just yeah. Because I was so content heavy, bro. I was posting like Instagram. I was posting probably three to six times a day. Twitter. I was tweeting like five to 10. Cause times your Twitter was big too. Your, I remember yeah. your Twitter also had a lot of traction. And at my peak was 36,000. That's a lot. Which is how I got people. started in politics. Actually, if we have time to tell the story. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. We are in no rush. So the way I got started, it was 2015. Started a, started a Twitter just for like fun, you know, because like Twitter used to be big. So like yeah. um, all my friends had Twitter, you know, we went to the same school. So all of my friends had Twitter. And so I started getting involved in politics in 2015. And then I started tweeting about politics. There's a big like political Twitter sphere out there. Yeah. And so um, what happened was I was tweeting about candidates running for congress so it all kind of ties back in when i started doing the interviews a few years later but i tweeted about this one guy a couple times because i believed i was really about helping people at that time i was really wanted to help make a change make a difference yeah and so i tweeted a lot about this guy and his campaign manager reached out and said hey ryan we appreciate what you're doing we want to send you a t-shirt and we want to like talk to you i, st I still never got the t-shirt by the way <laughs> six years later <laughs> Never got a t-shirt, which kind of how... Can you say the name of the person? Because I'll buy, I will buy you the shirt and I'll send no, it to you. I don't want to tell the name. Okay, that's he's, fine. He's not, he never got elected. Okay. Um, it ended pretty poorly, the relationship there. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so he, so from where I got the DM, we started talking. I ended up actually volunteering as a social media director. So I had a spot on his campaign. Um, and then I was doing so much help for them. They're like, yo, let's, let's help you. So that's when they, uh, we together formed a YouTube channel for me. It was the Ryan News Network, super cheesy. I but remember seeing it, yeah. As a 15, 16 year old, I'm like, that's awesome, Ryan News Network. Right. And so 
my first ever YouTube video, which sadly, all those videos have been, I deleted them probably like four or five years ago. I understand my- When I changed up. I wish I still had them. It'd be yeah. so cool to watch like me as a 15 year old, like talking to the camera. I've mm -hmm. developed so much since then. And my first video was an interview of the candidate. And I remember I was in my room. I had like three like lamps on my bed, all plugged in, extension cords, and I looked like so washed out. I was like the color of your light. And um, that's how it all got started, but he was such a soft guy though. Like oh, yeah. he had others run against him and then he switched districts. I think switching districts is so dumb. We've got a lady right now who lost, I won't say her name, but lost down south, okay. mo moved to this district and is running now. Why is that a bad move usually? Just because like, you you so as long as you live in the district you can run but like oh i lost here let me just hop here and try and out somebody that's doing mm. a good job she's running against the same party mm. and so it's like let me just run against this person try and out them i think it's just like i don't know a soft move like oh i lost where i live let me, let me go let me here move and, and try and get it here go after this person and try it's to win over this person a power grab my opinion interesting you know yeah that's crazy because like a lay person like me when it comes to politics I like to be informed, but yeah. I allow people like you, uh, at least what you used to do, who have like a minor passion for it, kind of pursue it more than me. Um, that stuff, like people like me just don't know that stuff. We don't understand like what it moves to means to like move to a different county and run there. Like there's a lot of... <sighs> it happens. And yeah. look, like, I don't want to like judge her, but if you can't win in your own district, like, I don't know, bro. The way politics is, is it's so like, power hungry it's like oh mm. i have a following and like i even noticed that with myself like i have fifty thousand followers on tiktok i had forty thousand on twitter i had this, this it's like oh look at all these people following me they care about me like how can i increase that right and that's like what they do nowadays which is sad it's really not mm -hmm. about helping i because i've been in that for a few years i've met so many people that portray something on social media and then when you get to work with them and talk with them because i've actually been like in companies that tried to jump and stuff and they're so different they're just yeah fake. they're fake mm. and it's like be genuine yeah that's like if you're not genuine why are you even doing it right like this is genuine you what you're doing is genuine what i'm doing is genuine why can't mm -hmm. like everyone have that sort of like why that's, can't that's why i'm doing it way. yeah it's all power and and money and not for everybody i don't want to there's jump, outliers jumble everybody into it Right. But for a lot of them, it's money, power. How high can I get up in the ranking? Mm -hmm. Sad. Gotcha. Like you said, how it, you can't really uh, bundle uh, everybody into something. Like I've realized uh, recently how almost everything is such a large spectrum and how I, uh, growing up, I used to always think almost everything was black and white, mm -hmm. meaning yes or no or this or that. I'm starting to realize that life is more of a spectrum. Not many things are a yes or no. A lot of things are to the eye of the beholder. A lot of things are a spectrum of things. So many factors that go into these individual things. We like to convince ourselves. We like to believe that things are black and white because it makes it simple. It lets you be like, oh, that's that because of this. There's a huge spectrum of things. Nothing is truly yes or no. Very few things are yes or no. Like mm -hmm. thou shall not kill. Yeah. Don't yeah. take somebody's life. Like that's not cool. 
You know what I'm saying? So that's a yes or no. Yeah. 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 That's a yes or no. And those, and the, like the big things that were, you know, the commandments, like things like that, pretty much everything is yes and no. Like Mm -hmm. all the commandments are kind of like, Hey, these are the true yes or no things. Mm -hmm. Your political uh, ideology and these beliefs, those are a spectrum. Right. Yeah. There's not a yes or no to those things. Yeah, totally. Right. Totally. But yeah, the commandments are basically yes or no's. It's like, Hey, don't do that. Yeah. This is, hey, if you were never taught anything, just don't do these things. Don't do these. Yeah. Those are the big ones. Those are the <laughs> Sums big it up for you. Now, son, go be a, be, be a politician, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, bro. This is a good conversation. Uh, where can they find you? Where can they find your show? Anything you want to shout out? Yeah. So my uh, my Instagram is uh, Real Ryan Jensen. I mm-hmm. kept that name. That was my politics name, but that was my that's my personal Instagram. So Real Ryan Jensen. Um, and then my podcast is, um, swimming with the rays. Um, you can find it on YouTube, mm-hmm. my Instagram for that is swimming rays pod. Gotcha. Um, and from there, like if you go on my like regular Insta, you can You'll see my it. podcast links and my, all my handles and right. whatnot. So yeah, I always put the, uh, direct link to the personal account in the description. So Appreciate it'll it. be in the description. If you're listening to audio only, just look it up or find the wet slap YouTube um dude we'll uh we'll record again uh real quick is there anything specifically that you want to include before we wrap it up anything that's on your mind no I, this was a really good conversation yeah it was i hope to be back yeah fun. yeah you're i so many people i have on here i'm just astonished about how well thought out a lot of people are and usually when i send an invite to somebody it really means because like i feel that you're very well thought out very uh appreciate it yeah it's great dude yeah much love, man. It was good talking to you again. It's been a long time, bro. It's, I was thinking, I'm like, I haven't talked to Brent in probably four years. Yeah. High school. Yeah. Well, here's the uh, hour and what, 30 minute conversation? Hour and 10 minute. Hour, 10 minute conversation. That's I loved it. Good. Yeah. Thanks. Well, until next time, guys.